2: All right. It's $5.3 million. You can own it and think about it. Maybe you'll be inspired to create the next new Facebook. It's actually the house that Mark Zuckerberg rented when he was building Facebook, which is now called Meta. And as the story goes, he was looking at the house with his roommates and he just stood outside. The roommates went in and they came out and said, yeah, Mark, this is great. Again, he did not even go in the house. And then he wrote the owner a check for $10,000. And the owner says, you know, it seemed like he was kind of in a hurry. Well, as it turns out, he was in a hurry because he was they were being thrown out of their previous Palo Alto house because they tied a zip line around a chimney and then let it down to the pool. And so they needed to, like, move, like, that day. Okay. But I thought about it. It would be cool meeting Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, he knows so much about you. He knows your interests, how many friends you have, your political leanings. I mean, there'd be no that awkward, like, getting to know you phase, right? I mean, like, he would be like, hey, hi, Kim. Hi, Allie. Hi, Matt. That's right. This is Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital, and it's delivered every Friday with Kim Commando today. And joining us, of course, I'm Kim Commando. And then, of course, we have our amazing content queen and crypto gal, Allie Seligman. What pearls of wisdom will you be sharing with us today, Al?
1: I'm going to tell you how little money scammers are buying and selling all your personal info for online, which is always a bummer, and a little deep dive into why everyone is talking about crypto stablecoins.
2: Ooh, stablecoins. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial, Matthew. And what are you going to share with us today, Matt?
0: We are going to talk about the discontinuation of one of the most popular pieces of tech of all time, as well as a fun game you can play if you get bored on your phone, and how some scammers, some phone scammers got their comeuppance. So.
2: And because of popular demand, oh, I had to turn over the joke baton. And <laughs> yes, at the end, Matt, it's your turn. Now, yes. is this a joke that is, I mean, will people truly laugh at this
0: joke? It'll change your life. You will laugh. You will cry. <laughs> you'll, you'll never be the same again.
2: And then, of course, there's <laughs> trivia at the end. And it's my turn to do trivia this week. And I will tell you. It's especially difficult. It's going to be a hard oh. one to guess right. And of course, we're going to start with the news, important tech developments to keep you in the know. And just a quick reminder that Tech Refresh is brought to you by The Current. That's right. It's delivered twice a week, no ads, it's free. You're going to love it. And you can sign up and see a sample right now over at getthecurrent.com. That's getthecurrent.com. All right. You know, I've been dipping my toe into cryptocurrency. And it seems like my timing is just (laughs) really, really bad because, you know, most of the time, the best investment advice is to remain calm. Do not panic. If you're heavily invested in cryptocurrency, now is not one of those times. There's a British weekly called The Spectator. And it's, in fact, it's the oldest magazine in the world, but it's just one of the many that are sounding the crypto alarms. I mean, Ross Clark wrote uh, an article that he called Crypto is Dead. CNBC said the crypto experiment is unraveling. I think it was Warren Buffett that just called cryptocurrency like rat poison. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so this next story caught my attention because as I'm buying and selling crypto, I signed up for a Coinbase account, right? And um, I thought that this was going to be really fabulous. And you have to think of Coinbase like a bank. It's going to hold all the crypto for you. But what happens if the bank goes belly up? Well, it's going to take all your crypto with you because it's not like the FDIC is there to say, okay, we insured your account for $250,000. So hidden away in Coinbase's disappointing, very disappointing first quarter earnings report, they had a first quarter loss of, I just can't imagine this, $430 million. Okay. In the first quarter of this year, monthly users dropped 20%. So, in their earnings report, they said something like this. (laughs) In the event that if Coinbase ever declared bankruptcy, the crypto assets we hold in custody on behalf of our customers could be subject to bankruptcy proceedings. Okay. And so, they say that it's generally unsecured creditor, meaning that you have no right to claim any property. Your funds would be inaccessible. So, uh, what did I do next? <laughs> and what I'm recommending to all of you, uh, self-custody, take your money out of Coinbase and you any really exchange out there. and You want to use something called MetaMask and we've got some details over at commando.com. But if you really want to double your money instantly without investing in cryptocurrency, there's really only one thing you can do. Okay, You put a cash bundle in front of the mirror. Okay. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, so Matt, moving from crypto to a monumental event in technology and Apple, right?
0: Yes, so we're going to go back in time a little bit. Everybody remembers where they were on September 11th, 2001. Kim, do you remember what you were doing, where you were? Yeah,
2: I was at home and um, I was actually laying down with Ian. There was no getting him back to sleep because he's just a baby. And Mm -hmm. then Barry came in and goes, you have to see what's on TV. And I got up and I went into the family room and I actually looked at him and said, why are you showing me this horror movie at 630 in the morning? Okay. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, no, this is not a horror movie. And you remember too, Al, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I think I'd woken up for school and was my, my dad had the TV on. We didn't go to school that day. It was, it was very bizarre.
0: Yeah, I, I, my parents were teachers, so I remember getting up extra early, and I'm, like, laying on the floor, not ready to get up, like, watching the news on my parents' TV and watching it as it happened. And then I went to a before-school program, and all the kids, all these, like, little kids are just gathered around this TV. They rolled into the cafeteria to watch it. it
2: was horrible.
0: Yeah. Well, can you imagine being Apple and just a month later— in October of 2001, they came out with one of the biggest technologies of all time that changed the way that we listen to music, and that would be the iPod. Mm. So remember when they got their first iPod, they got their first <laughs> MP3 player, and you didn't have to put the tapes in the things. Or the I CDs was so here.
2: excited. I loved it. I was like, this is amazing.
0: Yeah, well, after 21 years, Apple has finally announced they will be discontinuing the iPod
3: Aww. forever.
0: So this it is going away. Uh, they said that there are still supplies in stores, but they are not making any more. So if you happen to have an iPod in your closet, in a box, an old iPod somewhere... Keep it. It'll be worth a lot of money one day.
2: I saw one for sale on eBay for like six thousand five hundred dollars. Just oh, yeah, just the iPod this morning. I was just curious. Like, I mean, how much would an iPod go for? And it was, and it had like twenty people watching it. It was crazy.
0: I think I still have an old pink iPod, like Nano, like the, the small tiny, pink, yeah. iPod, t- tiny ones. I think I still have one in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I can make some money. Yeah, I feel like
1: I can still feel that little wheel clicking as you went through your music.
2: Well, you know, if if your iPod is broken, you know, there's a really good way that you can fix it is that you get a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, Allie, tell us what's going on with malware.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Picture a
2: hacker. What do you see? It's that guy – and it's a guy or a gal. We're yeah. not really share. sure.
0: In a black hoodie oh, yes, in a the basement. Hoodie. And, yes. there go, yeah. and it's
2: all dark around them and yes. they just – and they have like a keyboard. That's sure. all you see. Yeah.
1: They only operate in shadows. Always a hoodie. Maybe you think of some rogue programmer who's like trying to get somebody or I think of like teenagers who are way too smart for their own good, just getting up to mischief. Yeah. Well, these days though, anyone can be a hacker. If you have – I kid you not, $7 to spend. Seriously. Seven bucks? Yes. That's Uh, like
2: a Starbucks, like, latte, mate, vente, chai,
0: whatever you're going to get. Oat milk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a new remote access Trojan, which is malware that can take over your machine. It is selling for just a few bucks on Russian dark web forums. It's called Dark Crystal, and a cybersecurity company called BlackBerry says it's one of the most affordable strains of malware it has ever seen. Affordable. Starting at just nice. yeah, right. Dark,
0: dark Dark Crystal sounds like a David Bowie movie, you know?
1: <laughs> it's both. It starts at just five hundred rubles around seven bucks. And just because it's cheap doesn't mean it doesn't do a lot. It's effective. It can steal usernames and passwords. It can track your browser history. It can take screenshots. So lovely, all for seven dollars. It is not the only bargain out there. Every year this company called Privacy Affairs, they put out this annual list of how much all our info costs on the dark web. It's always really depressing because we see how little our personal info, our financial accounts are worth. Stolen credit cards and financial accounts, those are more affordable than ever this year, a lot cheaper than 2021. Remember long ago when you worried about giving someone your credit card? They could copy it. They could swipe it. There's a skimmer. What do we do? Well, now we have chips and 2FA and things seem safer, yet you can buy a cloned American Express card with the PIN $25. for Twenty-five dollars. No way. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. The bargain stone in there. Fifty hacked PayPal account logins. One hundred and fifty bucks. You think wow. in those fifty, maybe you'd get lucky once, right? Yeah.
0: Right. Probably.
1: Um. And I thought this was so interesting. In addition to the dark web price list this year, hacked accounts for services and subscriptions. So instead of using your, you know, ex's aunt's Netflix account, you can get credentials for your subscription for just four bucks. It's illegal, but you know. Uh, good reminder for us all go and check your streaming services. I had my Hulu account, you know, someone weird in yeah. there once. So it's usually in the settings. <laughs> Just double check um, if there are any, you know, devices that you don't recognize. Change your password, kick everybody out, you'll be fine. Uh, one more security note that I want to share. The latest Windows update is here, patch Tuesday. This one, 75 flaws and three zero days, which is a big deal. So wow. go update. Really? Three
2: zero days? <laughs> three, yeah. Okay, well, we have to explain what zero days are for everybody. That means like, like, they don't even have time to fix it, okay? Yes, yes. It's and just right there.
1: Yes, being actively exploited. So these are things, and usually they're they're pretty high level where somebody can take over your machine, that kind of stuff. So we've got all the details on that on commando.com. Go update your computer.
2: And uh, reminds me of an email that I got. Actually, um, let me read you this email. It's really funny. Uh, Hey, Kim, love the show. Love your jokes. Oh, thank you, Bob. Okay. Uh, My wife texted me on a cold winter morning and she said, windows frozen, won't open. Well, I was at work and I didn't know what to tell her. So I said, you know, hey, go get some lukewarm water and then pour (laughs) over it and then gently just tap the edges with a hammer. And he said about 15 minutes later, she texted back wow, the computer's really messed up now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible.
2: Oh, hey, speaking of some more insider secrets and tips, those are coming up. And don't forget, we have the trivia coming up and Matt's going to have an incredible joke. And then Allie, our crypto gals, can be telling us about stable coins. Yes, it's all jam-packed here in Tech Refresh. So stay right where you are.
3: Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Filmware Productions Video Voicemail. With Filmware Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com.
2: Yes, it's Tech Refresh, your weekly fun podcast about all things digital that you can get at Tech Refresh. Or if you are subscribed to Kim Commando today, you get it every Friday. And if you are not already subscribed to the Commando Show newsletters, you are totally missing out. Okay, you want to go to commando.com slash subscribe. And we were going over the numbers and I'll tell you the open rates on our newsletters are just Nominal. I mean, over 50 yeah. percent, which the industry standard, what is it, Al? The oh, opener. gosh.
1: I For these kind of newsletters, I would say under 10.
2: Yes. And so, like, we send out great stuff that you're going to read time and time again. You're going to refer back to it. And so to get our newsletters, you go to commando.com slash subscribe. And I really think that when you're a new subscriber, you want to get the breaking news, the tips, and, of course, you want to get the current. So that's commando.com slash subscribe. All right. How about a great photo tip? Have you ever tried to get a picture of the kids playing or maybe waves crashing or your parents dancing? And you know how tough it is to capture movement with your smartphone's camera? Well, here's an insider trick. You're going to be so smart using this because this is what the pros do. Your smartphone camera has an option to take photos in burst mode. And what this does, it lets your phone's camera take pictures faster than you can do it. Right? It's just going to do it for you. So instead of just getting one photo, you get like two or three photos for every single second that you hold down the shutter button. Then afterwards, you just select your favorites to keep. And that's the important tip in here too a tip and a tip. Just don't let all the burst photos <laughs> hang out there. All right. Uh, so if you're using an iPhone 10 or earlier, you want to hold the camera shutter button for newer iPhones. Just swipe the shutter button to the left. And either way, Lift your finger to stop taking photos in burst mode. Then to see your picture, just go into Apple Photos and then Media Types. Now, if you're on Android, we love you too. Just hold down your camera shutter button to enable burst mode, which reminds me of something else. What is the difference between a digital camera and a sock? A digital camera and a sock. This is going to blow you away. Huh. The camera takes photos and the socks take Five toes. Oh, oh. man. Oh. Okay, Matt, you were telling us about this incredible game online and I tried to play it and I, I guess I, I'm just I'm just not very good at it.
0: Let me just tell you. <laughs> hey. It's fair. So it's called thumbnailgame.com. If you think you know trends and if you spend a lot of time on YouTube, then you might be good at this, but you will have to see. So basically what the game is, is you go onto this page. It's a really simple website, and it gives you two photos in the title. It's just the thumbnail and the title of the video on YouTube. You then have to choose which one you think has more views, and if you get it right, you get a point. So, it's fun to play and compete with your friends. If you're in between, you know, working on a spreadsheet or whatever while you're at work, type it in, see how far you can get. Who knows? (laughs) I got to 12 this morning in a row. row. Wow. I think the trick is, and I'm going to give you guys a little bit hint um, if it's music, 90% it, 90% of the time, it's going to be the higher views because a lot of people use YouTube just to play the free songs or whatever. I got one that for. was a
1: Beyonce video. I was like, okay, I know that that wins. Oh, yes. yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: absolutely.
2: So, so you had you had a streak of 12 this morning, Matt?
0: I had a 12 streak this yeah. morning.
2: What Was, was that yeah. before work? I'm just wondering. <laughs> it, it was while well,
0: I was you know, okay. laying in bed this morning. Oh, okay. You play okay. on your phone. <laughs> okay,
2: perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right, so, Allie, what do you got for us?
1: I have a two-for-one today. I have some Mac tips, and windows tips so we're going to start with mac i'm not sure people realize how powerful the preview app is that's the thing that opens up when you just click on a photo and open it on your computer but it's not just to view photos you can sign documents there which is awesome i use that all the time you can edit photos right in preview but maybe my favorite feature is the ability to select text from a photo so say you took a picture of a note and you jotted down somebody's email address on it well you can hover your cursor over it in preview and you can select that text And then you can right-click and you can send an email. You can copy it. You can add it to your contacts. That's pretty cool. It's so cool. You can do the same with addresses. So say you took a picture of a sign. You can open up a map of the address with a phone number. You can call the number, an audio call from your computer. You know what? That's pretty
2: cool. You know, this is one of these things that you're like, when you're first, you're like, oh, well, I don't really get it. (laughs) Okay, but then when you start using it, you're like, okay, this is really smart engineering. Thank you.
1: It's very smart. It's very smart. And I tested it, actually. I found some different, you know, samples of handwriting online to see, okay, is it just perfectly printed text or can it take handwriting? And it really can. so (laughs) as long as your handwriting isn't total chicken scratch, I think you'll be fine. (laughs) All right. And now for Windows people, this is another really handy one. Okay. We all know copy and paste, right? Control C, Control V. We probably use them all the time. But try hitting the Windows key plus V. This opens up something called the Cloud clipboard menu and this shows you not just the last thing you copied but the last 25 things you copied text and photos so say you took a screenshot it'll be there so the last 25 things yeah it's really cool you can pin things if you need to access them all the time um the menu also has emojis gifs so you can search for all that stuff there again to access it just hit the windows key plus v and if it's not working for you which this happened to us matt matt was testing it didn't work you might have your clipboard history turned off. So for that, you're going to go to um, your settings, go to system, and then clipboard. You can turn it on there.
2: Ooh, that's nice. You know, I got a call on the show last weekend from a a guy who wanted to dictate to his computer. So he wanted to know, like, the best dictation software. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you've come to the right place because it's built into Windows. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: actually works really well. and. Because we love you for listening, we put together some guides for Mac and Windows. We've got 10 really smart tips, things that you're going to use all the time like this, where it's like, wow, I didn't know my computer could do this. So go to the website, go to commando.com slash free guide, and you can download a copy.
0: How oh, nice
1: of us.
2: How oh, nice. <laughs> yes, commando.com slash free commando.com slash free guide. And just one more domain, because in case you missed the game that Matt was talking about, it's what? Thumbnailgame.com, Matt?
0: Thumbnailgame.com. Awesome.
2: All right, you want to stay right where you are, because coming up, we have some crypto news with Allie. And Matt's going to be back talking to us about what the web is talking about. And then later on, we have some trivia, and then we have a great joke at the end. So this is Tech Refresh. Stay right where you are.
3: Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business, your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com.
2: Hey, welcome back. And just a quick reminder is that if you haven't already, make sure that you sign up for The Current. Head over to getthecurrent.com. Okay, Ali, you're taking off your content queen crown. And you are now <laughs> the uh, crypto gal. Yes. I, I
1: am. My, my crypto gal sunglasses, so I look cool. Kim, you read some of those headlines about what's going on in the crypto world this week. Here were some of my favorites. Cryptocurrencies are collapsing. 40% of Bitcoin investors are now underwater. The crypto plunge continues. Um, so yeah, things are a mess in crypto yes, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame the Fed. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates, and the stock market took a nosedive, and so did crypto. Even commodities, which are usually safe, went down. Oil was down 7% on Monday, and that's not a good sign. It's like recession-level stuff. But back to crypto. Okay, another word all over the headlines is stablecoin. So let's do a little deep dive. What, what is that? Why is everyone talking about it? stable coins are a type of cryptocurrency that aim to be exactly worth one dollar they aren't like bitcoin ethereum dogecoin all the rest where we expect the price to go up and down and if stable coins do hold their peg as it's called to the dollar there are good reasons to hold them uh, most people take profits from their investments in stable coins because essentially they're the cash of crypto um one stable coin one dollar uh, and then there's the interest, which is a real draw. So you can earn between 5 and 20% interest. Oh, you're wow. kidding. On stablecoins. Wow. I'm not. I'm pretty sure. Up to sure, 20%? Up to 20%, yes. I'm, no I'm pretty sure my, uh, my bank's high yield savings is what, like 0.5%? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a good one. But what happens if a stablecoin slips below a dollar where it's supposed to be? Well, that is exactly what happened to a coin called UST. It was. You Note know I said was it was the third largest stablecoin with about $18 billion wow. in market cap before it lots its peg to the dollar. UST is what's called an algorithmic stablecoin. Stay with me, we're going to put on our door cats. I'm not going to go into all the details because it's really complex, but the Cliff's Nose version is essentially this really complex code works to keep it there at the dollar. But apparently, that code wasn't quite up to the task because UST dropped down to 29 cents this week. So imagine... Okay,
2: so it's... Wait, wait. So it's, so it was kind of like a dollar. Yeah, it was valued it, at a dollar. Okay, and now it's 29 cents?
1: That was its low. It's bounced up a little, but it, it's not anywhere close back up to its, its dollar peg. Imagine you had 100 bucks, yeah. and then poof, it's $29. So that's essentially what happened. So does this mean that all stable coins are doomed? I don't think so. It does. It is a bad sign for these algorithmic stable coins because... Yeah, you know, so much could happen there. But there's another type too called collateralized stablecoins. And these are different because they actually have real assets backing them up one-to-one. So when you get one USDC, which is another stablecoin, you know somewhere there's an actual dollar backing it, not just an algorithm trying to make it all work. So not financial advice, but when it comes to stablecoins, those asset-backed options, USDC and Tether, those are the biggest ones, maybe you've heard of them. They are much less likely to lose their peg than these algorithmic-based stable coins. Of course, this is crypto. Nothing is totally safe. Yeah, it's right? still the Wild West out there. Um, I know that all too well. So please, let's take a small moment of silence for all the money I lost this oh, week. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. It is rough out there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is. And you know, and that's just it. I mean, you can make a lot of money, but you can lose a lot of money. It's sometimes it's Kind of like going to Vegas, right? It really
1: is. One of the top coins uh, was worth at its peak not too long ago, $99. Today, $2.46.
2: And I may or may not have (laughs) some (laughs) much. You know, I'm going to say, Ali, what are you doing this weekend? I'm waiting tables. (laughs) 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 Until my crypto goes back up. I'm having a garage sale. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Hey, that was really interesting, Ali. Thank you. Um, So, Matt... What's hot on the internet now? We're
0: going to talk about a viral video that's gone viral on YouTube. Um, It's by a a YouTuber named Mark Rober. But in 2021, Americans lost almost $30 billion billion. to phone scammers. Can you believe (sighs) that? $30 billion to phone scammers. Well, Mark Mark Rober, this YouTuber, took it upon himself to get back at these phone scammers. So he targeted them with prankers in India. So he targeted five different um, call centers that are scam call centers in India and he got people that would get hired there, like they were like spies to get on the inside. And they'd bring in stuff like fake water bottles, but these water bottles were filled with either like um, a stink spray oh that would make the whole office God. smell oh, like gosh. farts, <laughs> and, or they would have it release um, roaches around the office oh, and stuff God, like that. That's nasty. So, Why nothing, just to mess with them? Just, just to mess, mess with them and to, to for them to know, they go know go that go they were they were seen for what okay. they are because they were right like go. shells. Okay, right? I have a question. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, if you had the choice between farts or roaches, farts. <laughs> I
1: hate Ro- roaches.
0: I, I don't like bad smells. So I think I'd go with the roaches. <laughs>
2: yeah. Are you okay? I'm going with. I I think I'd I'd rather have the farts yeah, than me, too. Okay. <laughs> me too. Okay.
0: All right. That said, I'm sorry. Total digress. Hey, so so, no, so these
2: places. This is. It's illegal, right? What, right. what right. they're doing. It,
1: yeah. it
0: is illegal. It, so even though that they're in India, it is still illegal. So even the normal Indian citizen d- hates these people. Hates okay, what, and what so they're, they're scamming
2: so, the people here in the United States.
0: Yes, they're scamming people in the and United primarily States. Primarily
2: the older folks, right? Correct. They
0: target elderly. In fact, they have the call center times, like the times that these call centers are open, are specifically set up to right. target people that are home during the workday uh. in America. So older people. And some of these places, one of these places was making sixty thousand dollars a day from scam people, <gasps> uh, oldie people, and oh that's $18 gosh. million a year, just one of these locations. So he managed, because they got freaked out and realized someone was onto him, they all shut down for a short period of time. Four of them, okay. of them are back up and running, but one of them is he couldn't talk oh. about in the video too much because they're in legal, uh-huh. getting in that one legally shut down. But it's amazing. You should go check it out.
1: Wow.
0: He has, has such great
1: videos.
2: Yeah. yeah, he really does. And, you know, if you ever get a call from an Egyptian telemarketer You know, you should just definitely hang up because they always are with pyramid schemes. (laughs) You knew that one was coming. (laughs) All right. You want to make sure that you have your thinking cap on because coming right up here on Tech Refresh Next is our trivia. Are you guys feeling smart today? Are you? I'm so ready. I'm ready. ready
0: We're
1: going to get you, Kim.
2: All right. Stay right where you are.
3: Let me tell you about a revolutionary new mobile voicemail app. If you've got a business... Your voicemail is probably filled with messages from customers. Often the messages don't contain all the details you need. But what if you were able to get visual information from your callers? That's something you can't do with a traditional audio voicemail box, but you can with Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail. With Fillmore Productions Video Voicemail, callers receive a link to download the mobile app. There they can view important details about your business, watch videos about what you have to offer, and then leave you a video message. Actors and musicians can showcase what they do, and callers to medical practices or repair shops can report their issues visually. There are so many things that video voicemail can do for a business that makes audio voicemail a thing of the past. Discover what video voicemail can do for your business. Visit GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com. That's GetVideoVoicemail.com.
2: Hey, welcome once again to Tech Refresh. As we like to say, it's our weekly fun podcast about everything digital. And you can get Tech Refresh as the Tech Refresh feed. And you can also get it every Friday with my podcast, Kim Commando, today. And before we get to Matt's incredibly funny jokes,
0: I, they're, they're funny, <laughs> they, right, Matt? They, I, I think that they're world-changing.
2: Okay, wow. exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you ready for some trivia? So ready.
0: Okay. Let's now this do is this.
2: This is about Google. Okay. Yeah. In the very early days when Google.com was just getting started, they didn't have this big server facility. They didn't have any money. So what they did is they had their computers at a hosting facility, right? And they leased this space from the hosting company. And today it's a lot different. But with this data center, one day uh, Google.com just totally went down. And they were trying to figure out what was going on. And so when you went to Google.com and it was down, you saw just a message that said, server not found. Okay. So Google engineers, they had to figure out why Google.com was down. I mean, they were still getting like millions of page views a day right then. So what was the reason why Google servers crashed and no one could get to Google.com on the entire internet? Was it A... An engineer working at the web hosting company was launching his own search site, (laughs) and he unplugged the server for Google.com. Was it B, Google did not pay the web hosting bills, and so they shut them down? Was it C, Google engineers uploaded some new code, and it just didn't work? Or was it D, the server rack at the hosting company where Google's website was located went on fire? (laughs) Okay. And what year was this again, did you say? This is in the very beginning. Oh, okay. Like the early 90s, when Google was just getting started. Got it.
1: This is tough.
0: This is tough. I told you it was a tough one. I'm
1: going to eliminate C. Okay. I don't think it's C.
0: I don't think it's C. C. I'll go first. I think that they didn't pay their their bills. I think that they were so early. Okay, Okay, B. I'm going to go with B. I'm
1: torn between A and D. I like... Ooh, that first story is good, but maybe it's too good. Maybe that's a Kim Mm. Commando special. I'm going to go with D. I think there was a
2: fire... Oh, Allie is right. Oh! That's right. <laughs> Look here's, at that. what, here's what happened. A Google engineer noticed a sharp rise in temperature readings on a couple of servers. And so she called the hosting company and said, Hey, I'm getting these weird, these weird messages from our server, and I think that your server room is on fire. And the tech replied, you know what, thank you, but I'm pretty sure that we would have noticed that. (laughs) So you really need to look at what your records and what you're reporting. And then she said, well, I'm still showing temperatures of several hundred degrees. And (laughs) it looks like that our website is completely down and you should go back there and check. And just do me a favor, just go check because I need to figure out like why Google is down. And sure enough, a server wreck had gone up in flames <laughs> Man. and the fire suppression for the hosting facility had failed, taking down Google and about 150 other companies. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, and while I was doing some research on Google and pulling this trivia together, um, I ran across another interesting thing that when they were first – again, when they were first getting started, the reason why Google was so simple with just the image and the search is because Larry Page and Sergey Brin, they didn't know any HTML. <laughs> Oh what! That's so funny. (laughs) They did their best. They were trying. So it was like, okay, well, we'll just get this. We'll just put it up, and then if it works, we'll figure out, you know, how to make make it it really pretty later. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so Matt. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to laugh, buddy.
0: I got three jokes. I'm gonna put them in order of, like, okay, pretty good. My favorite joke of all time. Okay, Okay. world changing
1: at the end. They're all pretty pretty
0: short. short, so we'll get through them quickly. What did the number zero say to the number eight? Nice belt. <laughs> oh,
2: how family friendly!
0: I got, I got the whole family friendly. Um, a bear walks into a bar and he says, "Uh, excuse me, can I get a beer and some fries?" And the bartender says, "Why the, why the long pause?" And he goes, "Oh, I was just born with them." Uh,
2: okay, all right, that's that's cute. That is cute. Okay, so now now the this joke, the third one is like, it's, it's short <laughs> but it's
0: fun. It's the okay. best. What is a pirate's that's good, that's favorite good. letter of the alphabet? I. No, everyone knows a pirate loves the sea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was great. You got uh, us both. No, no, great. <laughs> you know what? Allie and I are going like Arr, yeah. Arr,
0: I, <laughs> maybe
2: <laughs> was something like that. <laughs> oh man, that's hey. you know what? I'm going to use that one because yeah, know, that's
0: a good one. Because you know
2: here, uh, you know I'm learning. I'm actually getting my boater's card. So, I'm oh. going through classes now to get my boaters' cards. Oh, so i look
1: can at you. be the
0: official boater person. You know, take a Jack Sparrow stance and have the whole like, wheel <laughs> <laughs> up like that. Are you going to start
1: <laughs> greeting us with ahoy and yeah. Yeah. lots of uh, other nautical.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: ahoy there. You know, and I'm learning all kinds of things like, you know, like, you know, what a cleat is on a dock. Oh. And uh, oh. what a divot is. Okay. And so the other day, um, you know, <laughs> One of the guys at the yacht club says to me, so uh, does your boat have bow thrusters? And I'm like, I'm like, and I looked at Barry. I'm like, this looks like, sounds like something sexual. (laughs) Excuse
0: me, Excuse (laughs) me? Yes.
2: Why would you even say that in front of me and my husband? I mean, (laughs) come on. So, hey, thanks for joining us here. And we always appreciate you. And if you laughed just once at any of Matt's jokes, and even my jokes, (laughs) is make sure that you give us a great five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Sometimes you have to hit those... Three little dots. And that's the more button. And that's where you can go ahead and give us a great review. And we'll see you again here next week. Don't you love an extra $100
1: in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.